This is the Today's RDH Dental Hygiene Podcast. The podcast for curious and passionate dental hygienists. Dental Practice Acts. How often should dental hygienists review them? By Spring Hatfield, RDH BSPH. Questions abound on social media regarding what's allowed to occur in the dental office, ranging from can assistants polish to when the dentist is out of the office, can hygienists see patients who haven't had an exam in 12 months? Unfortunately, there isn't one right answer. The answer depends on the state in which the situation is occurring. State dental practice acts differ and are the only place that you can get a clear and accurate answer to these questions. If you ask these questions in a social media group, you may receive inaccurate information that could lead you to inadvertently doing something that could cost you a fine, or worse, your license. Is it your duty to know your state's dental practice act? Before any dental hygienist can be licensed, they must successfully complete a jurisprudence exam. The exam is state-specific, and it covers the information found in your state practice Act. As someone who's licensed in three states, I can assure you that state practice acts are very different. Important information that's found in your state practice acts includes, but isn't limited to, the following. Requirements for licensure. Grounds for revocation and or suspension of one's license. Grounds for disciplinary action. Requirements for continuing education. Duties delegated to dental hygienists and auxiliaries. Infection control regulations. Requirements for persons exposing dental radiographs, registration of 501c, and supervision and practice of dental hygienists. How often should you read your state's Dental Practice Act? It's important to know how often your state dental board meets. Depending on how often the board meets will determine how often you should review your state Dental Practice Act. For example, I'm licensed in Florida, Louisiana, and Alabama. The Florida Dental Board and Louisiana Dental Board meet four times a year, while the Alabama Board of Examiners meets monthly. Therefore, I need to review the Alabama Dental Practice Act more frequently than the Florida or Louisiana Dental Practice Act. I can't possibly know all the details of every state practice act, but I will share a few differences in the ones that I'm required to know. Alabama license renewal is annual, while Florida and Louisiana are biannual. Alabama requires a minimum of one hour of continuing education on infection control every two years. Florida requires two hours in the prevention of medical errors every two years. Supervision varies widely as well. Florida and Louisiana allow for general supervision for a profi, while all dental hygiene tasks in Alabama are under direct supervision. Louisiana allows eight of the 20 CEUs biannually to be attained online or via correspondence. Alabama allows six of the required 12 CEUs annually to be attained through online courses, while Florida allows all 24 CEUs biannually to be attained through self-study and online courses. The state's Dental Practice Act is as important as taking CE courses. As I'm sure you've deduced, knowing the Dental Practice Act of any state you choose to be licensed in is imperative. Therefore, when moving to a new state, you need to review and learn the Dental Practice Act of that state. Not only will it help you in practicing, but you'll need to successfully complete a jurisprudence test in order to be licensed. It's your responsibility to follow your state's Dental Practice Act. Relying on others to provide you with the proper information is a liability that you should consider before taking the advice of others. Signing up for emails to receive updates from your state's dental board will help keep you abreast of changes. It's encouraged to keep your email address updated with your state board and make sure emails from the board don't land in your spam or junk folder. However, these emails don't always give all the information, so you should review the changes by going directly to the source. For example, when Florida added the requirement for human trafficking CE, 
the email didn't give details regarding how often a course in human trafficking would be required. However, it was clearly stated in the updated version of the Florida Dental Practice Act. Knowing your state laws and regulations is as important as knowing the most current evidence-based practices and protocols for your patients. Just as you regularly take continuing education courses to keep practicing with the best evidence, you should also take the time to continue to refresh your memory and stay aware of changes made to your state's Dental Practice Act. For anyone moving or needing an answer to a question that can be found in the State Dental Practice Act, you can click the state links in the article on our website. Before you leave, check out the Today's RDH Self-Study CE courses. All courses are peer-reviewed and non-sponsored to focus solely on high-quality education. You can find out more by visiting dentalce.todaysrdh.com. Thank you for listening to the Today's RDH Dental Hygiene Podcast. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. 